Well, hello and welcome to Quiet Confidence with Dr. Tess Crawley. How are you? And hello again from Australia. I'm back home. I have travelled to the other side of the world and back. And uh, I must say my head is still finding its correct position on my body. At least that's how I feel. Um, those of you who've done long-haul travel, you'll know that it's quite an exhausting thing. Um, look, I just wanted to have a quick uh, touch base today because obviously the travel has taken at least a day or two out of my planned schedule of a daily podcast. So today I want to touch base on a topic that has popped up time and again in the work that I've been doing in the Mel Robbins program, Power of You, and also at the event in Vegas that I went to, um, where I met, I have to say, I met some amazing people. Now, this isn't technically my first meeting with these people. We've we've all gotten to know each other online through the program that we've been doing together. Um, but as I've mentioned before, coming face to face with some of those people and uh, having those relationships translate seamlessly from the online relationship into the face-to-face -face relationship was an incredible eye-opener. And it does touch on a theme, well, one of many themes, but a really good one that Mel Robbins talks about, and that is the power of connection. And I think so many people feel and fear that our use and our reliance of, or reliance on and use of the internet can actually create a, lot, a sense of isolation because we're shut away with our faces in our phones or in our laptops and not interacting. What I am finding, and I'm finding increasingly this to be the case, is that more and more people are becoming more connected with other people than they might have otherwise through their use of the internet. So I know with my mentoring program for mental health professionals, I have people from all over Australia finding their tribe, in inverted commas, of other mental health professionals. And the, some of these clinicians have felt quite isolated as practice owners or as people moving into private practice. They've felt quite isolated and not really sure who to have the, these conversations with. Nobody else around them kind of got the topics that they were wanting to cover. And I've found the same is true within this Power of You group, that many of us have um, been able to make connections with people from all over the world because we're all coming from a similar place. So I would encourage you to think of this phrase, the power of connection, and think about the relationships that you might be able to build on or establish through participation in some online groups, whether they're therapy groups or whether they're professional groups or whether they're interest groups. You might be really into crocheting and you might find that there's a crocheting group on Facebook that you could join. Now, it's not enough to be a member of these things. What I've learned is the more you put in, the more you get out. So by actively engaging, commenting on other people's posts, sharing your own personal story doesn't mean you need to give too much information but you know sharing a little bit about yourself giving of yourself within these groups really can actually lift you into an, another level of engagement with the other members of that group so I have found this to be uh, a bit of an eye-opener for me as a psychologist 
we know that individual therapy and group therapy are both very beneficial. It is very hard as a psychologist, it's really, really hard to get group programs to fly, to be honest, because people aren't so keen to share their private stories and their private worries in a group setting. And so they tend to prefer the individual therapy situation. And I think that's true for many of us, that unless we know everybody in the group, we're going to be a little less inclined to give too much of ourselves. What I think makes the difference in an online group is there is that protection both of um, anonymity, if you use a pseudonym, but also anonymity because it might be a group based in America. And if you're in Australia, well, they're not going to know your friends and family anyway, are they? Now, a lot of these groups on Facebook and elsewhere, they are you know, private so that nobody else can see what you're talking about. And that gives people a sense of bravery or sense of courage to talk a little bit more about some of their fears and concerns. So I, you know, get putting therapy aside, let's just talk about the, the, this concept of connection and connect. we as a species are designed to connect with one another. We're like walking Lego blocks. You know, we, we, we are a social, um, social body. You know, we are designed to be social, to interact with each other. That is one of our survival mechanisms. And yet more and more we work in isolation. Families don't have the same multi-generational support that they've had in the past. Where more and more new parents are struggling to balance it all by themselves. So I think what's happening in the social media world is that we are beginning to replicate what used to happen in a village. So we can't find our village in our actual real life world, if you like, in our suburb or in our hometown, then we might be seeking that village online and finding it because there are just so many options out there. So I, I just want you to think about this concept of the power of connection. If you can't find that locally, reach out a little bit further, search a little bit broader, jump online and see what's out there. If you're feeling isolated, if you're feeling alone, there's going to be X number of people around the world who feel similarly to you. Or if you've got a passion for crocheting or grafting trees or fishing, there's going to be X number of people around the world who share that passion. So I think one of the incredible powers of social media is its capacity to shrink the world, to actually bring us closer to each other. And my experience in Vegas is that those relationships, if you're in the right kind of group and you're engaging really well with the people within that group, those relationships are valid. Because when we all stepped outside of our computers and became face-to-face -face acquainted in Vegas, the relationships were exactly as they had seemed online because we were authentically ourselves within that group. So I encourage you to have a think about that, the power of connection. Of course, you know, the real world needs to be remembered uh, in, in regards to this power of connection too. Having a think about connecting with your family, connecting with your friends, making time to really refresh and maintain the quality of your relationships. It's not about the quantity of relationships that you have around you. It's about the quality. So thinking about how you can breathe fresh life into the relationships you have around you, how you can balance 
what you're doing online with what you're doing face to face with those at home. So having a think about that, the power of connection. This is this is one of the little particles of dust that is settling around me at the moment, having come back from um, the Power of You uh, event in Las Vegas. And um, there will be more. There'll be more nuggets that I'll share with you as as my uh, jet lag fades and my um, as and my ideas sort of settle around what I've what I've picked up from that particular experience. So that's it for me today, a little thought on the power of connection and how you might apply it, whether in an online world or in a face-to-face world with your family. Have a think about it. Love to hear your thoughts. Have a great day wherever you are and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye for now.